What's up guys, this is Sean and welcome to another episode of the Eheng Podcast and this episode is brought to you by Bottom Slap. So I've been wearing their pants during most of the shoots lately and it's really comfortable, it's presentable. So do check out the link if you want to get one. And today we will read a question from email. This is from Fred. Hi Sean, I bought a property in Rimbayu and after spending a lot of time and money to renovate the place, both my wife and I felt it was too far from all our weekdays and weekend activities. Did not know about the weekend weekday test until I watched your video. Though the house is moving ready, we only stayed there occasionally during weekends or long weekends. We still live in with my in-laws in Bangsa because it's near to our workplace around KL which is Masjid Jame. During the MCO, we realized that when a house is not lived in, we have a lot of problems and it requires maintenance too. So. I recently watched a review on Monkiera and thought of shifting from far away land back to KL. The new development will complete in 2025. So my question is basically, what is the timeline for existing homeowners to transition to new developments? When do I need to start listing my old properties in Rimbayu? Should I buy first because it's selling fast? Or sell my own house first to avoid overgearing? Thanks. Regards. Fred. So first of all, thank you very much Fred for the email and just to conclude again, it's a rather straightforward one. They have bought a house in Rimbayu and for those who don't know where it's Rimbayu, it's another 5 to 10 minutes away from Kota Gomling, another 3 to 4 roundabouts more lah. <laughs> and they are currently staying in Bangsa with their in-laws. So because they work in Masijame, the travelling to work in the weekends and the weekdays doesn't seem like their ideal location to be. So what do they do? Do they sell now before buying the house or do they sell later? So that is the question. So the first thing to clarify for those who don't know what is the weekend weekday test, I'll just put the link somewhere above. It's basically a guide, especially for own stay people before they decide on a particular project, more specifically the location. Because ultimately location is relative to your daily activity, to your lifestyle choices, to your favorite place to eat or your favorite place to visit during weekends. So the theory is to check out the location that you want to buy, to check out the condition of the traffic, to check out the condition of the roads, to check out the surrounding amenities, whether are they schools, place to eat. So let's say if my kid is sick, where do I send him to? If he wants to go to primary school, where can he go to? And does it make sense for me to drive him there, then go to work? and etc. Then on the weekend, is it close to my gym? Is it close to a shopping center or a park where I can let my kid drain out his energy? And is it far away from my in-law space and etc. So all those will be somewhat like a guide before you buying that place. Because ultimately, what forms a property is more than just the build-up. It's the surrounding amenities that supplements your lifestyle. Well, unless you're a couch potato that sits in front of the TV or computer the entire day. So that don't really matter. Then in that case, you can stay anywhere you want. So Rimbayu was very, very popular. I think it's still now somewhat popular because it's a landed product. The Nasilamak property, which is the individual freehold terrace house, which is within a rather affordable range. And it's being developed with few other projects such as Eco Sanctuary, Tropicana Aman, Kamudan Land is also there, Kota Kamuning is also there. And it's coming up very, very fast. So it caught a lot of attention because of the parks that's being built around. Then you have a new key site mall. Tembi International School is there. So it's a very new, complete township. And that's why it's so 
popular so now even there's a new road that connects directly into Jinjarom and with that there's, there's this sudden influx of population from Banding so that's very cool as well but as cool as a location can be if it's too far away then it loses its relevance like I have a mansion with 12 bedrooms private swimming pool or whatsoever just to access my house needs two hours then it wouldn't make sense and that's really something to think about when we are pursuing that ideal home and this property purchase right usually happens during transitions like when people get married when people is trying to have a kid when people try to retire so these are the junctions in life where we make these kind of decisions the problems then happen when it's an emotional decision where you can just imagine our kids can live here run here around but from Gota Gomning from Rimbayu itself you travel all the way to Masjid Jamit you need to leave the house at 6 <laughs> it means you need to wake up at 5.30 then if you leave the office at 6pm let's say I guess 8.30 only you reach home on a good day on a bad day during floods or whatsoever good luck right then the debate becomes very interesting on why do i need that house when i'm only staying in like a weekend home so isn't it better that i either choose a better location to buy or i sell that house and invest into something that will generate me income it's just better allocations of money so in fred's scenario there's a few things that i would consider first number one is a workplace somewhat consistent or somewhat confirmed if it's a business or somewhat then it's fine right at most you will shift like down the road or go to klcc or somewhere it's still within kl then i will consider selling the house because there's no way that i will relocate the office to kota Kermning. so if that is confirmed the second thing would then be the decision on selling the property so a cool fact is i just sold my very first property several weeks ago so i can now say i completed almost all of the transactions for real estate not bad so speaking from experience the listing process highly depends on the asking price for example if the neighborhood is around 550,000 transacted price you are asking for 580 or you're asking for 570 there will be still room for negotiation maybe you're selling at 560 i don't know right so those kind of process will take around three months because any listing after three months right and there's no buyer it means that you are asking for the wrong price or generally there's just no demand for your product so let's say i just want to try like i list out 600 for an area that's asking for 550 if people ask people ask on room for negotiation you say no then people come and see the possibility of people getting it will be lesser therefore you need longer period of time for my scenario I was tr somewhat throwing price because I really just want to get rid of the property as soon as possible. So my priority will be to get rid of the property price second because I was ready to lose money already. Yes, on paper, I lose some money, but there will be a vlog for another day. So in your case, what would be the main priority? Is it the asking price? Because you renovated the house, you put in a lot of effort to the house, then it will be natural for you to expect like a break even at least or to make some profit. And this becomes very, very subjective. Let's say the house is 500,000, you put in 200,000, make it really nice to your standards. So now can I sell 700,000? I don't know. To what degree your renovation took place? Is it mainly ID or is there any extension or whatsoever? The very first thing you need to do is to get a value of your property. So this value here, there'll be two. One would be the market value, the latest transacted value around the tamar of your house. The second one would be the value 
recognized by valuers and bankers because most of the time there will be a difference like my house was valued at 1.6 but at 1.6 no one in the market will be buying that location so I sold way lower than that and that might be your case you think that with renovation with everything you expect an 800,000 property but bankers only view like maybe 650, 680, market price maybe 500, 550. So there's a gap. After knowing this information, then only you need to make a decision where you want to price your house. You want to price it higher, let's be honest, it's going to be hard to sell. Means longer duration. Can you wait? Then you need to consider all the extra money installments, all the extra maintenance that you need to do. Also, it might affect valuation further because most of the time renovation, brand new renovation, are only calculated within the two to three years period. Anything more than that is not included in the valuation. But again, valuation is very, very subjective. So is there extensions? Is there beautification? Ultimately, it's just a person trying to compare in the market. Are there such products in comparison? If there is, then you can get your value. That valuation will greatly affect the loan that your potential buyer will take. So let's say if the valuation is 700,000, but market can only accept 600. So really six months down the road after listing, you find a buyer that is willing to pay up 610,000, right? So now what needs to be considered will be the duration of you holding the property. How long did you own the property? If it's more than five years, you pay minimal RBGT, then it's fine. Then the high valuation can somewhat help the potential buyer in getting more loan out from the bank. So what needs to be done is you will have a separate writing with the lawyer office. So they say you will give discount or whatsoever. So it's very easy to be done. We will just jack up the SPA price a little bit. That's easy. Then really, if the deal is closed, it will need around four to six months, usually four to six months before everything is split between banks and lawyers and land office, right? And that leads to another consideration that you need to think, which is the timeline. 2025, the unit that you want to book will be completed. It means that over gearing is not so much about the current installment. So it seems from the email that you are pretty confident you can afford the property in Moncara. That's great. But when you buy now, 2025 only will be completed. Then you have around this period of time to dispose your property. If not both installments, you need to pay at the same time. Lah. So in conclusion, when to dispose highly depends on your intent. Do you want the money fast in or do you want the most ideal price? Those will dictate the strategy. If you just want fast money, I just want to dispose the property, lower down the price. It's pretty straightforward. If you want to somewhat earn back your renovation fee and things like that, that's why you see some products renovated, refurbished homes, right? They are in the market for a year or two. Still no buyers. So many people come and go see and go. No one made an offer. That's because the owner can afford the installments. The owner don't really need the money. They just want to wait. Which is the question that you need to ask yourself. Is it worth it to pay for the installments? Is it worth it to maintain the house further? I don't think you will want to rent it out after doing up the whole house nicely, right? So later, if people damage the house, how they are later, I sell also cannot. I think those questions will dictate the answer to your question. And I'm very happy that this question is brought up because it somewhat supports my theory of not buying an ideal house so soon. Because most of the time, a lot of parents for our young audience Die Die want the children to buy terrace houses as long as it's landed Jalan, right? Landed won't go wrong one. But 
what's the point of a house when it's burdenful to our lifestyle? And I think luckily it's Rimbayu. If it's something else within further locations, somewhere in an isolated township in the middle of nowhere. So what's going to happen is you renovated the house nicely thinking that you'll go. Now it becomes a burden every weekend. If you don't go back, you might not know what will leak. Then there'll be pest problem, water problem, electricity problem, and maybe neighbor problem also because your neighbor might think that, hey, no one stay here or then all their cars all parked in front of your house. Then thinking about the money allocated there, I could have got an investment property that generates rental income or I can just put into a altcoin in DeFi that generates me money or a blue chip that generates me dividends whatsoever, right? Then if you really think about capital appreciation, I don't think so lah because in between that five years period, there will be RBGT tax, there will be all the paperwork, transaction fee, MOTs and etc. You come to calculate, right? You do all these things almost for nothing one. And in Fred's case, if he does extensive renovation, most likely he will lose money if you try to sell immediately. Unless, unless there's somebody who really, really falls in love with the home design, just nice he's the neighbor, that would be the most ideal situation possible. Anything besides that, I stand my case. That's why I really do think renting a landed home is way more ideal than owning one to a certain extent. And when my kid is 12 to 18, he needs space, he needs room, then maybe I can just rent a landed house in a gated and garden neighborhood for six years. Just live there, plus the rentals are always way cheaper than condos. And for the high rise that I buy, I just continue renting out for positive cash flow to fund my rental here. So that's something that I'm exploring personally, but owning a landed home definitely feels very, very nice. Like ultimately, if you want to raise a family, it's best that you own a landed home in PJ or KL. Of course, right? But the prices then becomes a huge problem for most of us. Once again, the priorities will determine the strategy. You want money first, you want speed of transaction, letting it go, or you want the best price. And in consideration will be the effort to continue paying the mortgage and effort of maintaining it further. And the worst case scenario would be you not disposing the property and your new property completed, so you need to pay installment for both. Then can you manage it? And with that, thank you very much for watching. For more questions about real estate, do just email me at T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G, T-A-N-I-H-E-R-N-G at gmail.com or you can just DM me on Instagram. I-H-E-R-N-G and I will see you guys on the next one. Ciao!